What is up? We are back with week two of the podcast as we are diving into your relationship questions that you have texted in, that you've sent in, and uh, got the team together. It's Will Anderson, Andrea Reinke with me, and we are here to dive into your questions. If you are like, hey, I would love to send in a question. How do I do that? Man, text your relationship questions to us at 602-780-7521. That's where we are pulling our questions from our students, from those of you in the ministry, and diving into those as we answer those. And so we're excited to jump into it today. Hey, I'll be honest with you guys. Last night was an interesting night for me. Um, I'm hanging out. I'm talking with students, and I realized man, like it made me feel old. I'm sitting there and I'm talking about the classic game of uh, they're perfect in every way, but da-da-da-da-da, right? So, but something. And I started to explain that to students and they were like, what is that? We've never heard of that before. You're and crazy. Then, yeah, and then somebody was like, no, oh, here's how we say it. You're, say they're perfect or they're a 10. They're a 10. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, you're a 10. They're a 10, but... They whatever. So so the question is today is they are a ten, but they uh, or they're perfect in every way, yeah, as I would say. Way. OG. That's that's, how we that's do the it, OG man. way. Yeah. But they only brush their teeth once a week. Yeah, that's that's totally. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm You're fine. fine with it. I'm, no. I'm, I'm fine. Hey, hey, I'm fine with it. You know why? We got mouthwash. We got gum. We okay. got other channels, avenues to make that, you know, but I, look, you know. But I know, but it's like a it's like a flaw. <laughs> like that's it. they just they only take care of their hygiene once a week. That's okay. At least they're showering multiple times a week. Okay. Hey, that's hey, they're not brushing their teeth. Who knows if they're showering or not? Well, I well they just said they're a ten. They're perfect we're, in every way. Perfect so, in every so way. I'm going right. off the right. scenario, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Perfect in every way. Yeah. All right. I think so, I'd have to disagree. I the first right. thing I see is teeth, and so it's like <laughs> Uh, it's just it's challenging well, for me. Yeah. But but they're perfect in every way. They are. Think about it. They got great character. They're fun to hang out with. They they shower multiple times a week. And hey, if <laughs> you're out there great, and you brush your teeth once a week, um, we have someone for you. Yeah, we've got someone for you. All right. Anyway, ideally, I'd like them to brush their teeth multiple times a week. I will disqualify that. Though, okay, but that's good. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. It so would be it, it'd be preferred. it would be nice. But personal hygiene is a plus. Okay, we are going to dive into your questions um, today as we kick it off. So, what questions do we have for us? Well, yep. So first question question is, I've been feeling a lack of peace and just this weird feeling ever since I've been in this relationship. She's awesome and there's no reason I should, but what is that feeling and how should I listen to it? Mm. Wow, that's a great question. I think immediately right off the bat, you, um, whoever sent this in, uh, it's obviously, it's a guy, guy. And I think part of your answer is right there in the beginning. I think Uh, Man, you said you're feeling a lack of peace. I would ask you guys, man, have you ever been in that situation? You're in a relationship and you're feeling a lack of peace. Tell tell me about that, if that's happened to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely been there before where I'm with someone and I just don't feel peace about it. And I've gone to people and gotten their wisdom. And a lot of times what I've heard is like that lack of peace is really God trying to push you out of that. Mm. And so you need to listen to that. And um yeah, I think yeah. that's great. Yeah, I think I think too. It you definitely need to listen to it. I think as well. I, I know for me sometimes I can get blinded by 
so many different opinions of people. Now, I think I totally agreement with that problem mm. where it's talking about abundance of counselors. There is safety. There is victory. Yeah. You obviously want that. But at the end of the day, you got to listen to really where where is the Lord leading you, yeah. right? And then going to your community and say, hey, this is what God has kind of put on my heart. This is what I'm kind of thinking through. And then they can provide feedback in a, in a healthy, godly way for you rather than you just kind of go into that person and saying, hey, like, you know, what should I do here? Should I break up? You know, yeah. you've got to start with that relationship with the Lord and then take that to people around you, if that makes sense. So, yeah, no, that's perfect. I mean, you know? Scripture talks about one of the names of God, of Jesus, is he is the Prince of Peace. And yep. so if you're feeling a, a lack of that peace, despite the fact that it sounds like they're perfect in every way, but you don't have peace. <laughs> mm. I mean, I think you've got to lean into that and you've got to trust that, man, um, that's something about it is God nudging you forward now. I think in not just listening to it, uh, but I think you just got to be open and honest with them. You got to have that genuine conversation like, hey, genuinely, not trying to say um, it's not you, it's me. But I am saying like for some reason, God is saying like, yeah. I just am struggling with peace and um, and trust the Lord in that. As hard as it may be, because you're like outside of that, I can't find a reason that, you know, right. for this not to move forward. But I think the peace alone, not having peace from the Lord is reason um, to not move forward. So. I think, too, it depends on how long you've been struggling with that lack of oh, peace. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, and yeah. how often you're praying about that and seeking the Lord on it, um, right. seeking his counsel as well. And yeah. so um, is it a you thing and, and you're struggling with something or is that the Lord just kind of keeping his peace from you? So I think that's good. That's a that's a great question to, mm. to hit. Yeah. So let's move on to the next one, which is when you know that you know that you want to get married after six years of dating and trusting the Lord. How do you date to marry and ensure security within the relationship, but maintain dating with an open hand? Yeah. Ooh, that's a really good one. I mm. guess that one falls on me because I'm, I'm married. I'm yeah. Married You'd be the most qualified. Yeah, man. I am for that one. So, okay. So, I I mean, it's an interesting concept because I fully believe in the fact of when you know, you know. And right. it's... I never. There is peace. I yes, there, I heard everyone no, say that, right. um, and it wasn't until I met my wife that I was like, ah, I get what they mean when they say that. Sure. Um, it's an aha moment. So, for your question out there, so you know that you know and do that, but how do you date to marry, ensure security within the relationship, but also keep dating with an open hand? This is one of the most challenging things I think I've mm. seen lately in dating, especially within like Christian couples, because they're like, hey. We're trying to date the right way. I'm trying to guard my heart, guard, um, just like not let myself get carried away. But at the same time, we're headed down that road and like we are in that direction. How do you talk about engagement or the future or when these do you things? Talk about when do you, yeah, when does that become okay yeah. to start having those like and open up about it? Yeah, that's great. And so I think it, it does just come to the point of being like, hey, laying it on the table. Hey, here's where I'm at and being like, man, this is this is what I want, and this is where I believe God is calling me to, and um, and I think if both of you have that feeling, and both of you know that you know, it's okay to sit down and agree on that, and and I think if both of you have peace, and that's the future for you moving forward, it's not saying that you're dating, um, you're not dating with an open hand anymore, but God's just giving you clarity to move forward. I think the kind of dating with an open hand is up until you get to that point that you're like, boom, we're ready to take the next steps of engagement, of marriage. Now we're at this point where it's just a matter of timing and logistics and that stuff. So then, yeah, like a question, Granger, I'm thinking of then, and I know people have this question as well too, but it's like, 
can you put a timeline on that, mm. right? Because it's like, you know, we love to have our plans and agendas and like, oh, we're going to get married at the end of this year. We're going to get engaged at the end of this year. You know, we're going well here. Is it okay to like specifically say, hey, we're going to be, you know, next six months dating and then hopefully be engaged there? Because, yeah. like, you know, that's tough because I, I think people want to have clarity yeah. on like where it's going, like you said, but it can be like, Gosh, like, you know, intimidating to really put is it, a firm, like... Yeah, is it too far? No, I think that's a great question. Um, I really do. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I think, too, you definitely can get too carried away. I think, for me, I think it's good to have those... And now I'm getting to my personal opinion. But I think it's having... Uh, it's good to have those conversations. But you want to be careful not to have those too soon. And be like, yeah, we're planning on engagement a year from now if that's still the case hmm. um i would i would slow down okay you put it out there but i'd slow down how uh developing you allow those conversations to be about the future until you get closer to it i think once you're ready to have those conversations of okay we know that we know this is a logistical thing this is a timeline thing um be ready to make some moves be ready to to ask some questions to get on a knee to do that kind of thing i would I would keep it within a couple months range rather than like, hey, the goal we've talked about is engaged in a year. Well, that's a long time. A lot can happen between now and then. And so I would say maybe um, just, I don't know, be careful with that is, is I think the best advice I have for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, let's move on. What the next question we have sent in to us, what is the importance in being friends for a long time, first in a relationship. Yeah, I think I think it's so important. Oh my goodness! I, I know you kind of touched on this last or uh, the other night, Granger, but um, you were talking about how you can see them in different environments, mm. right? And you can see them, you know, maybe when they're at their best, but also maybe when they're at their worst. You know, <laughs> maybe when they lash out at somebody, in which we all do, right? Yeah. At yeah. times, but I think it's also important to see how do they treat people who have no transactional value in that you yeah. know what i'm saying like when they're at a restaurant how are they treating the server when they're you know uh treating somebody like a stranger on the street if they're talking to someone you know like seeing that is so important i think um and it's in that kind of you're, you're taking away that um romantic side of things granted like you want to have romance and stuff like that but you can attest to this granger i mean you're a married guy like you know a lot of your time with your wife i'm assuming it's just you're kind of just hanging out and you're kind of yeah talking and, and asking about each other's day I don't know you, you have no I think that's I think yeah. I think though um, I think that's a second portion of it too like yeah. you know once you really get into it but and they're asking about too just being friends um, for a long time first in a relationship well and what I was gonna say is like I don't even think you necessarily need to be friends for a long time but it's so great when you can start a relationship off of a friendship because if you yeah. don't want to be friends with someone first what makes you think you want to date them? So take that time and build that friendship. If you like being their friend, then you're going to enjoy being in a relationship with them most likely. And that's when you can start like, hey, is this someone I want to marry too? But yeah, if you don't want to be friends with them, you're definitely not going to want to date them. And I'm definitely the type of person, I don't want my lawn, my list of people I've dated to be this huge laundry list. Mm. I want it to be just hopefully a small handful of people so then I can enter into that marriage and you know, have friends, but I don't need to have a laundry list of boyfriends. Yeah, no, that's good. I think too, it, time is, time is a challenging thing, right? Like, I mean, 
you may be in a season of life where it's like, hey, I, I can't just go be their friend for six months. Like maybe you're <laughs> post-college and you're you're working through that. So sure. I completely agree, Andrew, of like the friends for a long time may be challenging, but I think dating them um, as you head into that, it is so important to be friends in, in a relationship and having this friendship and hanging out in community. And if you can have the opportunity to know them as a friend first, that's great. Um, but I think, you know, diving into that of trying to just be like, hey, let's be friends, let's be in community. Um, but at the same time, you may be in a season where like, no, I'm, I'm trying to find that person. I don't need another friend to have great community out there. And so I think bringing them in your friend group, but also getting to know them as a friend. So I know that sounds redundant. Like I just said, yes, I'm all for it. But then again, I don't think you have to have it. But I think it is kind of a situational thing. I think overall, you have to be friends in a relationship and you should date oh, yeah. as yeah. friends and mm-hmm. date in community in that nature. Um, but I don't think yeah. you have to be friends for a long time first. Absolutely. Because it's situational, you yeah. know? It just may not always happen. So, right. Absolutely. So the next question we had sent in is, what do I do when I know it's wrong biblically and I don't know how to get out? So I think they're referring to a relationship that is not biblical Mm -hmm. and they're just not sure how to get out. Mm. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's going to sound like kind of elementary here, but uh, you basically go to them and I think it's, uh, Granger, I think it's worth a conversation. I think it's going to them and, and literally, yeah, being open, transparent about it. Hey, I think, you know, from my beliefs, what I stand on, you know, this this is just, we're, we're behaving in a wrong way here. Mm. This is my perspective. Hey, what do you think about that, right? And if there's a commonality there, I think, you know, maybe maybe give it another shot. I don't know. I think, but also if, if they're like totally like, no, like, I think I'm good here. Like, I think we're doing fine. Um, then, yeah, definitely you're, you're going to have to. Just, just end that relationship. You're going to have to just step away from that relationship as soon as you can. But I don't know, Granger. I think it's worth a conversation to know where they're at. Yeah, well, I think. Well, you know, I, mean, I mean, yeah, but it, at the same I, time, you don't need to know where they're at. Essentially, if you are already set, right? You have this conviction that what I am doing, the relationship we're in, is wrong. Now, if you're like in this agreement, because of the way the question's asked, right? Well, yeah, to me, if you're questioning if you should get out and you know it's not biblical, you probably should get out. Now, it seems like that's like the simple solution, but I think exiting a relationship is really hard because that's someone that you've gone to and probably spent a lot of time and energy investing in them and in their life, and that's really hard to get out of sometimes. You're emotionally attached. You're, you're physically attached. You're not, you haven't had yeah. a biblical relationship. Like, you've been exactly. screwing up. You've been making mistakes, and we've been there. We get it, but... There's attachments, right? Like you've got some soul ties going on. Yeah. And I had a mentor at one point tell me like, you have to surround yourself with community. And so like, I know when she got out of a relationship, she went, had that conversation with that guy and then met up immediately after with her group of friends so that she could be there and have community around her because she knew that conversation was going to be really tough and it was going to be really easy to cave into that person because of those physical, emotional attachments to that person. But... If you're questioning, you should get out and just have that community around you to support you and be there for you during this season. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. And what what I'm reading, too, in the question is it ends with, I don't know how to get out. And I think the simplicity of it, while it's so challenging, like you just said, the simplicity of it is you just do it. When you get to the edge of the water, you have to jump. And so, like, 
the way out is to just do it and to pull the trigger, but do it safely, like you said. Surround yourself with community. Exactly. Put yourself, put up the right boundaries around you so that you know that you're going to have support in making that decision. Um, I think that that's really good. And yeah, just one more thing I'd add on to that as well. I think it's important to um, not believe the lie that the enemy will tell you as far as, oh, you're ending this relationship. Maybe you've been dating two or three years. Now you have to go back to square one. Now it's, you know, and it's mm, that type of feeling yeah. where it's like, shoot, what if no one else comes along? Or what if, you know, no one else is out there for me, et cetera, et cetera. But like, we know that, that God has someone for you mm-hmm. and, and he has your, your best in mind and stuff. So um, next question is, if someone says they aren't ready for a relationship, but that they'd like to stay in my life, how do I know that their intentions are good? Mm. It sometimes makes me feel like I'm just an option for them to consider when they are ready. Do I stay in the friendship? That's wow. good. That's a, that's that's a, a great question. I like that. That's a loaded question. That is. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I think the first part of that, how do I know that their intentions are good? I think honestly sit down with that person and just talk to them of like what are your intentions here like do you want a relationship do you not and just try to get on the same page with them because you might think that they're wanting a relationship when they're actually not and vice versa well yeah so let me let me dive into this too because and i want to hear your thoughts andrew because i know that you know you do ministry with girls and you're out there meeting with a bunch of college girls and you've experienced things in your own life as well but i think oftentimes too man like guys can be such manipulators like just being honest of like yes hey like i i don't want to date you but i still want to stay your friend right you're laughing so i'm assuming yeah. you have some experience <laughs> in this of like you know like and it's like okay do you want me do you not because in these situations right they aren't just saying like oh i want to say your friend they're saying hey, we're going to not put a label on this, but I want to keep treating you as if we're a little bit more than friends, mm. right? Yeah. Well, and I think, like, especially, like, some things I've heard before is, like, you know, people are waiting to see if there's someone better or matches their personality better or is prettier mm. or nicer or whatever. And the answer is there is always going to be someone out there that's better. But... I think at the end of the day, it's you figuring out who you want to do life with, who you want to be in a relationship with. And so if this guy is always going to be sitting there just waiting for something that's better, then you deserve to be treated better than that. And so, I mean, in my opinion, just don't stick around and be treated as second place because at the end of the day, you deserve to be treated as first. But um, I think the part of the question that I'm getting stuck on is like, do I stay in that friendship? And it's what is that friendship looking like? Yeah, your friendship- so I, yeah, 100%. So I agree with this because I think too, um, man, like what is the friendship? And to stay in that friendship, I think you have to be friends. Yes. Set those boundaries. And that's the crucial part of that is like, okay, hey, if you're saying you're not ready for a relationship, let's assume you are a good guy. Let's, I mean, you know. I'm quick to jump on the, like, guys suck train, and, like, you know, (laughs) I just, I I believe it. Like, um, you know, I've got the big brother heart, and I care about all the girls in our college ministry and, and, you know, want to be that big brother to help protect them. But not all guys suck. There are a lot of awesome, um, God-fearing, loving guys out there. And so on the same notion, maybe they're saying, hey, I'm really not ready for a relationship. What is challenging, what I say to you is, like, do you stay in the friendship is, you make sure it is a friendship. Absolutely. Because too often it's like, 
hey, can we keep flirting? Can we keep talking? Yeah. Can, can we keep talking right before bed? Can we go to the coffee. movies together? Yeah. Can we this? Yeah, like, and it's like... That's not a friendship. That's not... A, no, I'm going to treat you like a friend. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, if we're friend zoning, we're about to friend zone. Like, yeah. stop calling me late at night. Like, don't ask Call me to go one-on-one study together. Like, yeah. you're going to be just another person in the group that we hang out with and get to know. And so... I think that is just um, 100% a thing to keep keep walking in and diving into in that relationship is like, hey, what are the boundaries of this friendship? And maybe they really aren't ready for a relationship. But in that time, let's say they are a good guy. You just stay friends and they yeah. stay friends in community and you be in that and you have to respect that because on the same notion, maybe they are going through some stuff and yeah. genuinely do care about you. Um, you know, I hinted on this even... Um, in my message uh, on Wednesday night that that me and my wife were friends and in this relationship and actually I don't know if I even told you guys this portion of it or story yet but we always joked around and knew there was something different about our relationship like there was we felt something there but what's interesting is we didn't know what it was like we didn't know like it wasn't immediately like oh there's this relationship connection there we just felt like there's something different there. We're we're yeah. there's some sort of something Clicking in on the a air. Different level. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we stayed like we just stayed friends. And oftentimes we kind of had to have a conversation and be like, yeah, hey, we're just friends, right? Like that's all you <laughs> see. Like yeah, totally. Like we're cool with just being friends. And it wasn't until later on, um, and we did. We had to set those boundaries and be like, okay, well, if that's the case, let's make sure we're both like being careful with that and not leading each other on in any way. Yeah. But then there came a point in time where it felt like, um, I remember clearly, man, just being like, okay, who am I looking for in a relationship? What am I looking for? And um, being frank, God was just like, kind of revealed to me like these qualities that I, I wanted to date and marry my best friend. We hit it on, we hit on it in another question that like, you want to date and marry your best friend because the reality is, and, and I'm getting a little preachy right now, but I think it's good stuff. And I think it ties into all these questions um, is that like, hey, the honeymoon is going to happen. You're going to be physically intimate. You're going to have that. And then what? Then are you, have you entered in a relationship off of physical attraction or um, how you may match and this may be the perfect partner for you in ministry or in life or in work or in business um, when it's like, okay, but now you're on this honeymoon, you're on the island with someone the rest of the day, what are you going to do? Do y'all have fun? Do y'all have the same interests, the same hobbies? Are you about to be like, hey, we're just going to go have a blast together because you're my best friend. And so as I was processing through that sort of thing, God just kind of opened my eyes like, shoot, my best like friend, that's Hannah. Like the person I'm looking for is is Hannah, who's now my wife. And um, I remember having to be like, okay, crap, what do I do now? Now I have to have a conversation with her Um, because friendships change. Right, I can't be a married man and still have girls in my life that were my quote unquote best friends in college. Like that's yeah. you know, that's not, not appropriate. appropriate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I sat down with her and I was just like, Hey, our relationship is gonna end in one of two ways. Either we're gonna marry other people and move <laughs> on because it's not, you know, we can't yeah. do this. Um now or maybe there's something here. And yeah. like either way though, like we've gotta be willing to kind of risk the friendship of losing this friendship to figure out if there's something there. And yeah, so we kind of, we we're like, all right, let's figure it out. And, and then we're dating. Out. Yeah. Um, and I got two beautiful but booties. 
I would also like jump in there too to say, obviously not married at all here, but what I hear from people who are married is like, mar- you know, marriage, you got to be a good team together as yeah. well. And you got to like, you know, I hate to say the word partnership or whatever, but it is like to some extent, like you're doing different roles and you're fulfilling different responsibilities and you're, you know, because you're leading a team, you're leading a family totally. at the end of the day. And so like, if you guys like work well together like that, I mean, that's a big plus. That's a huge positive. And, sure. and I think you don't want to have someone who has like almost your, your clone. If you yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. think that could be another podcast topic on but, <laughs> yeah, but do opposites. Yeah. Attract. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, like can a positive, honestly, a positive uh, together. Hey, like Enneagrams. Do we get into that? Oh, no. Are you looking for your, your wing too? Oh something? boy. Yeah. I, I would price dear. But, <laughs> but no, like for real though, like you want to have someone, honestly, I think who does like you know, is different than you in certain areas. Like they have different strengths than you in, mm-hmm. in all that good stuff. And then you guys can like really just just crush it together for the kingdom. And and, and, so. and I think those things are great. I completely um, agree with all of that. I think though on the same notion too, like, you know, there is a little bit of it too that like you really do. And this sounds, uh, it dating is so interesting. Gosh, it's so wild because like, Yes, you know, on one point I'm saying set high standards, know what you're looking for, have those things, um, those qualities you want to see in someone. See, like, man, can we be a good team? Can we work well together? Like, um, how do they spend their finances? This, all the, like, this um, analyzing someone on the same notion, I believe it is organic as well, where God brings two people together. And, like, me and my wife are similar in some things and love some things and totally opposite in other things. And um, it works together. We're both super stubborn and, like, really hard-headed. And so we fight. We've just had to learn to fight fair. And, like, that's just Mm. part of our relationship. Um, And so it it is It's a very interesting conversation of, like, do we have to match up perfectly? Do we have to do this? Um, I don't know how we got here in this conversation. Me neither. But I think it's been a good one. I think it's been really healthy, and, and I love the questions. Um, but honestly, we want to hear from you guys. So we ask, man, hey, continue to send your questions in. Continue to reach out to us. Let us know. Catch us on Instagram at um, thecollective.phx as we follow along. Um, you can text your questions in. You can DM them to us through Instagram, or you can text them in to that number. I'm going to give it to you again. It's 602 602- Seven eight zero seven five two one, but ultimately I want to leave you guys with this this one last thought and thing and and that is truly to just trust God. You know I hit on it Wednesday that man we have a good God who is a good Father who loves you who has a plan for your life, um, who is the author and perfecter of your faith and of your life and your story. And so really it starts by trusting Him and leaning into Him. And then I think it goes back to question number one, seeking the peace of God in your decisions, seeking wise counsel in friends and in community. And so, hey, um, last night or Wednesday night at The Collective, we really dove into um, some great conversations and some great questions that were kind of out there, kind of wild, offhand. Um, a lot of questions about sex and you know purity yeah. and things of that nature. So know that, man, nothing is off limits. Send in your questions. Um, we'll do our best to get to them. Don't know that we can get to all of them, but we would love to hear from you and dive into these as we continue to talk about it with the ultimate goal of pushing you, pointing you, leading you to Christ as you navigate life, as you navigate 
the Roaring Twenties and beyond, mm. and um, <laughs> starts with uh, yeah, that's right. Meet your maker, but meet your mate, right? There you go. Anyways, all right, collective, we are signing out. We love you guys, um, and we will catch you next time on the podcast. Love y'all. <laughs>